Hey y'all, welcome back to Voices of the Body, the podcast. My name is Love Ashley Elaine, and I will be your guide as we continue to just journey through this healing, right? Getting getting through all of these things. This episode, we are concluding our series on the season of transitions and transformation. Yes, this episode, we're talking about the jewel of authenticity, right? the importance of holding on to your authenticity during those deep scary lonely places of transition right um yeah if you listen to the previous episode we talked about the importance of having having your tribe and it's all part of that journey of authenticity and really moving through all of that stuff right so prepare your mind body and soul as we tap into this episode And we are back. So just a quick um, space of breath work, again, with some internal dialogue and investigation that I uh, like to invite you guys to have. So find yourself in a comfortable seated position, maybe laying down or sitting or seating, sitting, excuse me, uh, feet flat onto the ground, back up against the chair take a nice big inhale and exhale nice another nice big inhale and exhale last one nice big inhale and exhale and really allow yourself to ground down through your feet Keeping the front body nice and open. And bring one hand to your heart space. And just allow this these next two questions to uh, just kind of take, take resonance of um, your internal self, right? And really take notice of where your breath gets short where it feels settled 
um, where your body might clench, where your body feels relaxed, all of those. What does authenticity look like and feel like for you? And are you staying in a space of authenticity, no matter how hard or lonely this space of transitioning and transformation may feel like? Are you staying authentic to the vision that you have for yourself and your life? I even invite you to take uh, some time to journal, right? If those are some questions that are kind of making you feel like warm and fuzzy inside, right? Give yourself some space to journal here. And whenever you are ready, you can pause this um, at any given moment. But to come back into your space, take a nice big inhale, keeping the chest, the front body nice and open. And exhale, allowing the shoulders to come down the back, away from the ears, away from the throat, away from that uh, upper body. One more time, nice big inhale. And exhale. Last one, nice big inhale. And exhale. Give yourself some time to journal, drink some water, really investigate um, anything that may be coming up for you, right? Really allowing yourself to be authentic with what comes up when you think about your authenticity, right? All right. Take some time for yourself and we'll be right back. And we are back. So to finish out um, this April series on the seasons of transition and transformation, I wanted to talk about like authenticity, right? Um, Because it is a big, huge part of what you are manifesting right and what comes next right um it's a huge part in what you say no to it's a huge part in what you allow yourself to let go of it's a huge part in how your tribe shows up for you right so literally all four episodes before this one um require 
you to just continue to polish the jewel of authenticity. I think, I think I became, I believe I became, not think, I believe I became more authentic with myself and others um, in the space of like really going through my own dark night of my soul, really doing that deep, that deep, 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 deep healing work, right? Because it made me clear on what no longer felt good, what no longer um, felt like I needed to be living, right? What life like, what life was like for me, right? And how how painful it was, how hard it was, right? It kept me authentic to my truth, right? The things that I've always desired, the things that I've always seen myself doing, the life that I've, I've seen myself living, right? So authenticity is your true nature, right? When you are true to your nature. And I feel like it takes us a while to really understand our true nature. I don't think it's something that we just know overnight because you've heard me say it before, like, is it your true self or your divine self or your trauma self? And I, I, I feel like there comes a point in life where whatever we've been dealing with, whatever we've been masking, whatever um, label we've been wearing, right? It It's something that society puts on us, right? So we think taking that label is us being authentic when really it's like, why does it have to be a label? Why can't this just be how I was divinely created to be, right? Your authentic, your authentic self is your divine self, right? Those personality quirks and things that feel good to you, that don't feel good to you, that you are attracted to, that you're not attracted to, the things that you enjoy doing, you don't enjoy doing, like all of those things, right? So when we talk about polishing that jewel of authenticity, I call it a jewel because to really know you is to constantly allow yourself to investigate, right? And say, hmm, this feels good. I want to lean into this more. Or these people feel good. I want to lean into this more. Or not the not these things make me feel good, but they 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 arrive they arise something within me that I want to keep feeling right that feels organic it doesn't feel forced it doesn't feel tailored to what everybody else feels like I should be doing or should be feeling right but even like the flip side of that right being able to say this is where I'm weak this is where I'm 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 having like a deep strong challenge this is where I need the most work this is where I have to be a little bit more grounded this is where I need to surrender a little bit more, right? Um, because duality is a thing, right? When we look at yin and yang, we have our masculine and feminine. We have our light and our dark. We have our left and our right, our ups and our downs. So everything is not perfect. But what makes it perfect is being able to accept that I am capable in this area, but need a little bit more grounding and discipline in another area, right? It's, it's not good or bad, it just is. Um, 
So when we talk about authenticity in the space of transitions and transformations, right? I, I know I've said this before too, and I kind of, at one point I was like, I hate that I repeat myself, but I, I feel like repetition means reprogramming, right? So if you hear me say something again that I may have said in another episode, that means there's a reprogramming that needs to be taken place, right? There's a thought pattern that needs to change. There's a perspective that needs to be shifted, right? We have control over how long we stay in the wilderness, right? The land of Canaan, like that land that's flown with milk and honey, is waiting on us. It's us, right? It's us that that are always... I don't know if that was proper English, is it? Are always, is always, same difference. It, it's us that kind of put the mental constraint on what's next, right? So there, there's a space where in my transition before, like by the time you guys hear this, I will be almost a month in, in Cambodia. Um, it's beautiful here, so beautiful here. But there was a space where... I was just kind of like, okay, did I quit my job for nothing? Did I quit all these things for nothing? I feel like a failure. Did I, did I like let these things go for nothing? And it was the people around me, right, that were able to help me snap back into my reality of yes, like you you did this for something right so when i quit my job i'm going back to a conversation i had with a friend of mine at a yoga studio that we worked at together and i was teaching but she was teaching and she was like a manager there and you know who you are if you're listening and when i first initially quit my job i remember like me and her sitting and talking she was like yeah she was like aren't you living like the most perfect life like teaching yoga and doing your podcast and I was like yeah I was like yeah I was like yeah that's all I want to do like I want to I want to just teach yoga and do my podcast and like build my business like do all the things that feel good like doing my podcast feels authentic teaching yoga feels authentic Building my business and coaching and all these other things feel authentic. Traveling feels authentic, right? These things feel authentic. Like they just, they like, they feel good to me. They feel like me, right? But when we were having that conversation, it didn't really click until like literally that was October. It didn't really click till maybe like literally January, February, honestly, honestly, because there was so many other like things that were taking place that I feel like if I didn't have the right people around me to constantly keep me reminded of like what felt authentic to me, right, then I would have been trying to put all these fires out and I would have been exhausted trying to put all these fires out that I wouldn't have had enough energy to focus on 
doing what feels good for me, right? Doing what feels less of a mental constraint for me, doing what feels authentic to me, doing what feels like I'm supposed to be doing it, right? So it like to be able to know myself, right? I'm going to be honest, and my my homegirl, my best friend laughs at me all the time like I hated working a job. I hated it. Like completely despised having to get up every morning, get dressed. Mind you, I had to get my son to school. Like there was just this pattern that I just did not like. It did not feel good. So although the times I went out on mental health leave were to take care of myself, there was also a freeing space of not having to live this repetition that just felt so dead like it didn't feel good and I know I know money is what makes the world go around right but when I stay true and authentic to myself right the more authentic I am the more I'm able to say no to certain things and utilize like the things that do feel good to me to produce income right the more I'm able to be clear and concise on what that jewel is for me or what those jewels are, right? Because it's never just one jewel in the treasure chest, right? It's a multitude of jewels, right? That's abundance. I'm reading that I'm finishing up the dark night of the soul. And in, in one part of the book that I'm in or just finished reading, it talks about when you're true to your your when you're when you're true to your true nature abundance just automatically flows right think about that when you stay true to yourself abundance can never miss you right so it makes me think about how like and then I'm thinking about like certain conversations like text conversations that I'm only going to have via text with with certain people because if I have to actually hear you complain and do certain things like I can feel it in my chest and in my stomach and in my soul that like you're just pulling something from me right so y'all it's been a lot of growth over here but like the rat race that some of us have constantly been on when it comes to making money and doing things. And like, I understand bills. Trust me. I'm not, I'm not a person that's like, I just don't want to pay my bills. I just don't want to be responsible. I trust that the way I was designed, what my true nature is, that when I say yes to my authentic, my authentic self, when I say yes to my truth, that God is going to protect me and provide for me, right? So while I've been here, I've been in Cambodia three days now, um, but by the time you get this recording, it will be a month, like I said, to be able to just be right i'm sitting here and i'm watching like all these different birds and these different animals and i'm just like they don't have a care in the world there's a level of trust that they have to know that 
they are a bird so they know they can fly and they're they're secure in who they are and they also trust that they will be provided for what if we allowed ourselves to live that way what if right and it's hard like I'm not even gonna sit here and pretend like it was the easiest thing in the world right because the only way to really get to to the root of your authenticity is to really start unveiling and releasing and unleashing, right? This is five years of therapy, in and out of therapy, consistent for the last two years, like year, two years, right? This is me awakening one day and saying, okay, like I'm starting to see a pattern and now this time this pattern doesn't feel good to me. This isn't my authentic self. This isn't how I want to live. And it's not even me saying that that pattern for the other person on the other side of these things, these experiences, isn't good for them, right? That might be their true nature. It's not for me, right? I don't have to subscribe to anybody else's true nature if it's not in alignment with me, right? And the thing about authenticity is you're going to draw in the people who also want to stay true to their authentic self, right? So I've I've done that, right? I've I've like there's at least like almost 10 people that I'm able to text and get positive feedback about where I am in life and vice versa, right? Because when you're true to your nature, you demand other people to stay true to theirs, but it's not even like you're forcing them to, they want to, right? So if we're all mirrors of each other, what part of you is going to be showing up in that mirror to draw, the, to draw that out of the people that you want around you, right? And then you start shifting your focus, right? I say it a lot in my yoga, in my yoga classes when I teach your intention requires your attention, right? I'll probably do a separate podcast episode on that, but your intention requires your attention. My intention has been to just stay true to myself and to stay authentic. And the more that I voice that, right, the more that I say that out loud, the more I start to see that the things that don't feel good, I'm, it's so much easier for me to say no to them. So much easier for me to say no to them. So much easier to say no. Like, y'all, I'm raising my hand. I am a recovering people pleaser. Recovering people pleaser. Saying no was not a thing at all. Saying no was not a thing at all. Like I, I, I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but now I'm just like, I don't care. And it's not that I don't care about your feelings. I have to stop. Like, I have to stay true to me. I have to stay true to what feels good to me. I have to stay true to what makes me feel safe and protected and allows me to be soft and, and, and show up the way that I need to every single day. Right. I before my trip, like when I knew that this was going to be a thing, even though I was like a little confused about how it was going to be a thing, I started 
you know, preparing my son, letting him know, you know, mommy's not going to be able to see you as as often. And, you know, I'm going out the country for a while to go teach yoga and be great and do all these amazing things that I want to do. And they're amazing to me because they're things that I love to do and want to do. No one's forcing me or anything like the opportunity came and I struck. Right. And he got upset and we talked about like making promises. Right. And I took ownership of making promises because he's the last person that I want to hurt. But he's also like that person that I want to please. Right. So he says to me, he was like, oh, well, mommy, I'm not surprised. Like, this is the second time you've broke a promise. I said, you know what, bud? And I'm sorry. I said, mommy will not. I said, I make a promise right here. I'm not making any more promises. He's like, well, that's a promise. I said, you're right. I said, no more promises. No more promises. I said, we still have FaceTime, right? I said, you can call me. I can call you. The time difference might be a little crazy, but we'll work through it, right? Even if we just call and say, I just want to say hi. I just want to see your face. I just want to say I love you, right? And then we just let things flow, right? So I think that was my last biggest lesson in like people pleasing, right? Because it's my child and I don't, I don't want to do to him what was done to me growing up where like he starts to feel neglected, but we talk every single day, every single day might be a little off because of the time difference now where I'm at. But there's never a day where I'm not calling or he's not calling, even if we're on the phone for like two seconds. Right. So after that conversation, like he had an attitude. He's a Taurus. Y'all know my son. He's 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 he's. Yeah, he had an attitude. Like I'm not even going to sit here and pretend like it was all flowers and roses. So like the next couple days I called him. And we only FaceTime. He sits the phone down. And I said to him, I said, listen, I said, Jez, I love you. I know this is not feel this does not feel good to you right now. I said, and mommy understands that. What I'm not going to allow to happen is that you make me feel bad for a decision that I know is going to be good for the both of us later down the line. So I understand that you are feeling however you're feeling and you're entitled to those feelings. What I'm not going to let you do is be disrespectful to me while we're on the phone. So if you need to go and handle those emotions, however you need to, while we're not on the phone and you need to call me tomorrow, you do that. But I'm not going to sit here on the phone and allow you to um, do things to make me feel bad. That's not okay, And we don't do that to people. I said, I love you. And mommy will talk to you tomorrow. And we hung up. Even with my own child. I will stay authentic and I'm going to challenge him to always stay authentic with himself, right? It's okay that he feels how he feels. I'm not going to allow him to take those feelings and try and hurt me 
right? That's for anybody, but for a mother-son relationship, a parent-child relationship, for some reason, like, I don't know why, like, like y'all treat y'all kids weird, like, and not all of you, but there's just, like, this dynamic where it's, like, they're humans, too, right? And I don't mind my child seeing me stumble and fall and make promises that I'm not keeping if that means he also sees that I'm human and sees me uh, rise back up from those, right? Uh, is able to see me take ownership and accountability and apologize to him, right? And other people, right? I want him to see me in my authentic self, not my people-pleasing self, right? Because that, that, that version of me has hurt me and has hurt other people, right? I want him to see me in my authentic self, the self that is going to go after what is good, what is pleasing, what is peaceful, what is joyful, what is like going to challenge me to grow a little bit more, what is going to put me outside of the comfort zone of other people, what is going to allow me to explore all these things, right? Because then it puts him in a space where he says, oh, my mommy can do it. I can do it too. All right. He's told me before that I'm the only person that is in his life that will allow him to just be him. That's all I want from him is just be him. Why would I want him to be anything else? I don't even have an idea of who I want him to be outside of who he's supposed to be, right? We should want that for each other, right? So when you are authentic to yourself, you can keep clarity and then other people will hold you accountable to that clarity, right? It's when you don't want to be held accountable, then it starts to feel like you're getting beat up on, right? So yeah, like really making sure that you are clear on who you are, because then you're able to attract exactly what it is that you are clear about your life, like what is supposed to be in your life, who is supposed to be in your life, and not who is in like naming that person, but that character, that personality, what their spirit feels like when you guys are in the room together, what their energy brings to you, right? All of those things. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, this little series. I like to do things in series. It just keeps things a little organized, honestly. Um, yeah, yeah, that's all I got. I don't want to hold y'all too much longer. Um, just some quick updates. I am building out my sacred space store on ashleyelaine.me. So look for that to be up and running sometime in May. Um, I'm going to keep adding different like videos and like yoga videos. They're not going to be long. They're going to be... Um, like just a lot of mini asanas to kind of get you going, right? Things that you can build repetition on, um, some meditation, some breath work, some body scans. Um, and a lot of these will come with journaling space. I'm a person that likes to investigate. Uh, so 
have at it what you will um yeah and i don't know i'm kind of planning to do something cool for next for next month on the uh the podcast we'll see what happens um but yeah i love you all for free i love you all for free stay true to your nature stay very true to your nature it will show you what you need to let go of that doesn't feel good to you it will show you who your true tribe is and it will really expose your level of faith and trust right in god the universe allah whoever you consider to be your higher power right because i know i have people out here who believe in something greater than them which is what we need right i saw a post the other day on instagram it was like some some of y'all are really out here raw dog in life with no tarot cards no connection to spirit or your ancestors no god no source no nothing and honestly that's a scary space to be in i don't even know how some of them are maneuvering through life but here we are Um, But yeah, I love you all for free. Until next time, take care.